Lots of warm air aloft, and uh, it's the reason why we're considerably foggy right now, both in town and out of town, and uh, that is really weird. I've gone from worrying about plugging in and hoping my car would start to worrying if I have enough windshield washer fluid. Seriously, I stopped for gas yesterday. I had to buy windshield washer fluid, top it off, because I was using it so much. Streets just suddenly went from occasionally slippery to just ugly brown and mucky, and it was hard to keep the windshield clean. And as mucky and slushy as it got, I would have thought this morning the uh, the drive would be considerably slipperier than it is. At least I didn't find it that bad on the main drags. Sandy Cruz uh, had been out on a few intersections and uh, continued to be out there this morning. So uh, you might find it a little slick here and there. From that muck yesterday, kind of iced over overnight. But uh, generally, the fog seems to be the biggie if you're commuting out of town. Uh, when it's safe, let me know how your commute was. one 7275 I know the start of the week, I was uh, talking to you about that plane that landed on Last Mountain Lake. <laughs> it was actually an ice fishing shack. It didn't land. It was towed by its owner, obviously. Uh, it turns out... Lee Soretsky and a few of his buddies got the idea when they saw a plane for sale on Marketplace. Uh, you can find uh, you can find a lot of things on Marketplace. I, uh, I frequent Marketplace uh, quite a bit during the day, so yeah, kind of stumbled upon it. When we first saw it on Marketplace, uh, I mean, it's obvious, Ice Shack. Thought about it for a couple months and then thought, yeah, why not? So we messaged the guy again and uh, yeah, made a deal, went picked up. Ironically, they call it uh, Ice Force One, which I thought was rather clever. You did miss it. Uh, you can see the photos now on the CJME Morning Show Facebook page and I believe a little more at cjme.com as well. It's quite the sight to see a plane for an ice shack. Pretty cool idea. Boy, Twitter, a.k.a. X, is on fire after this decision. A judge says the federal government's use of emergencies act during the so-called Freedom Convoy protests was unreasonable, and the demonstrations took over downtown Ottawa, if you recall, in 2022. And uh, Chris Barber, Saskatchewan organizer and convoy leader, will be joining the Evan Bray Show later this morning after 8.30 to discuss the ruling. Also this morning, uh, we'll be watching the Bank of Canada. They're scheduled to announce a decision on uh, whether or not we need a bank rate hike. A lot of the economy experts predict they will hold the key rate which is at a 22-year high of 5%. Recently, I asked Living Sky Financial Advisor Scott Bjornsson his thoughts prior to the announcement today. Well, obviously, I think we're hoping that you know inflation rates continue the downward trend overall this year. Short-term, yeah, I mean, it could be a little bit longer wait for interest rates to begin declining, but I don't think it means that interest rates are not going to start declining. I think that the trajectory is kind of planned, that we have to get a little bit you know, lower on interest rates to actually you know, help things move forward without pushing us into a recession. Inventory uh, considerably low in Regina when it comes to housing. Uh, it's a good time to be selling your house instead of waiting for spring. And uh, But the interest rates definitely seem to be top of mind of a lot of uh, buyers right now. Scott also reminded me, too, that uh, now's the time to plan for the future, right? Don't forget uh, there's new tax-free savings account limits uh, in 2024. For this year, it's 7000 Lifetime limit for those over 18 and 09, $95,000. Most importantly, the RSP deadline is February 29th this year. Leap year.
Billy Joel. He kind of teased a new song, his first new song in 17 years. He used Instagram, and uh, here's the tease. Thanks, Billy. That's it. Turn the lights back on is the song. That's all he's teased in this short video is him tinkling the ivories. But uh, maybe it's going to be his last album, too. His new song will be out on uh, February 1st. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Regina Pat's Tanner Howe, who for the second year in a row is playing tonight at the CHL-NHL Top Prospects game. All the NHL scouts will be there, and uh, you can watch it, too. It's on TSN if you wish. Meanwhile, meanwhile, his uh, buddies, his teammates, the rest of the Regina Pats are going to be over at Canadian Blood Services between 5 and 7 tonight. They call it Pats Week to Save Lives, the blood drive where members of the club along with K9 are going to be stopping there to give blood, and they invite you uh, to be a part of it as well, too. Canadian Blood Services Online is a great way to make an appointment. Uh, from the NHL last night, the Oilers hoping to make history by winning at least 17 games in a row. To tie a league record, 18 obviously would break it. Well, they had to win last night, and Stuart Skinner was able to keep his team alive long enough as the Oil extended their winning streak to 14. Skinner was hot. He made like 27 saves. They beat Columbus 4-1. In fact, a little history there. That was Skinner's 11th straight win in goal. He made history himself, passing Grant Fuhr for the longest single-season winning streak in Oilers history. Uh, it means a lot. It's... It's. Uh, I was feeling a lot of emotion, especially when I went out on the ice for uh, for the first star there, just because it's pretty cool being able to break a record from one of the best goalies to ever ever live. So obviously a guy that I look up to, a guy that I've talked to, and he's just one of the best. So yeah, I'm very very fortunate to be able to break it. 17 is the number to beat uh, from the Penguins, who did that in 92-93. And what team might end the Oilers' winning streak? Could it be tomorrow night when they play the Blackhawks? Eh, they're pretty weak right now, decimated by injuries, kind of floundering. think that should be okay for the Oil. Maybe the Predators, though, on Sunday. The Predators are in a lockstep uh, for a playoff spot. Every point is uh, is big for them because uh, they're right on the heels with the Oilers in that wildcard playoff run. So that's going to be almost a playoff atmosphere. That could be dangerous. Or might it be the defending Stanley Cup champions? Edmonton is in Vegas. Next Tuesday for the potential 17th game that if they won would tie Pittsburgh. However, if they get to 17 games, the record-setting game number 18, get this, would be Friday, February 9th against the Ducks. My birthday. My Oilers could make history on my birthday. Won't that be interesting? Tonight, the Jets are in uh, Toronto taking on the Leafs. It's the first game of a home-and-home, and uh, and the Canucks welcome St. Louis. Uh, Moving stateside in politics, former President Trump took a huge step toward winning a third consecutive Republican presidential nomination Tuesday, winning the New Hampshire primary in a one-on-one matchup against Governor Nikki Haley. And in the end, it was a lot closer than he would have liked. And before the former president would take the stage to celebrate, Haley took the stage herself and said, I'm not stepping out of the way to kiss the ring of Trump like Ron DeSantis did. In fact, she clobbered him a little more in her fiery speech, calling him a loser. We lost the Senate. We lost the House. We lost the White House. 
We lost in 2018, we lost in 2020, and we lost in 2022. The worst kept secret in politics is how badly the Democrats want to run against Donald Trump. Trump didn't like that at all. He took shots at her in his speech, seemed really angry, even pointing out her dress. And when I watched her in the fancy dress that probably wasn't so fancy, come up, I said, what's she doing? We won. And she did the same thing last week. I can't believe she would deny (laughs) that she won. Haley vowed to remain in the Republican race, saying she'll now focus on the primary in her home state of South Carolina next month. And this is pretty rich. The coverage on Fox News from uh, Kellyanne uh, Kellyanne Conway alluding to how Haley should just admit defeat and respect the will of the people. For him to sweep those first three states, it's pretty decisive. Last point, this is a democracy, a constitutional republic. We must respect the will of the people. And Nikki Haley can't become an election denier. Uh, She said that with a straight face. Again, the irony that Trump was complaining about Nikki claiming victory when she didn't win. Coming up this weekend, Frost returns. Get your frost on. Beginning Friday, loads of events in and around the city, over the real district, of course. Catch the glow exhibit. Uh, there's going to be uh, the rink of Oscana Lake, uh, Croca Curl, Ice Bar on Dudney there. Four hubs scattered throughout the city celebrating Frost uh, starting on the weekend. Man, the Oscars and the movie going public taste seem to have parted company. Hey, Bobby, hey. I thought the whole point of the Barbie movie was to empower women and show that they're strong and capable. In a very male-dominated world. Yet the leading actress and director not even nominated Monday? Yeah, this morning, there are millions of Barbie fans who are currently wishing they could push a member or two of the Film Academy off the top of a Barbie dream house. The movie's director, Greta Gerwig, and Margot Robbie, who played Barbie, were both ignored. No nominations for either one of them. Ryan Gosling, who played Ken... And America Ferrara, who uh, was outstanding in the movie herself, they both got nominations in supporting roles. But apparently no one in the Academy was actually listening when Ferrara's character, Gloria, delivered her now famous monologue in the film about why it feels impossible to be a woman. Like, we have to always be extraordinary. But somehow we're always doing it wrong. (sighs) First, Hollywood tells everyone repeatedly the female directors can't win the box office. And then when one does, well, also winning rave reviews from the critics, apparently had nothing to do with the quality of the directing. It's so bizarre to me. Movies that center on death or mass murder, they're filling up most of the director category. In the Academy, I know they have a history of valuing that sort of thing over anything that's bright or shiny or, God forbid, commercially successful that actually brings people into theaters. But this is just, uh, it's silly. Perhaps the movie was too pink. I don't know, which is absurd too, because excellence comes in all forms of color, right? But if the Oscars are actually about honoring achievement in filmmaking, then I think a movie that made over a billion dollars and resonated with so many people should have been shown more love for its female director and star. And yet in a twist of irony, it was Ken 
played by Ryan Gosling, who received the Oscar nomination. Even he was embarrassed enough that late yesterday he puts out a letter and it said, there is no Ken without Barbie and there's no Barbie movie without Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie. I kind of think the Oscars are the litmus test of success in Hollywood. Therefore, who makes the list and who does not and how people react to it means something, right? So I think that's why so many are thinking this is just absolutely ridiculous. And honestly, they missed it, right? You want people to watch your award show. Ratings, they've always been miserable the last few years. Commercial successes like Barbie draw more people to the awards. And they blew it here again. Barbie got eight nominations in total. Oppenheimer, of course, leads the pack with 13. And uh, Poor Things followed with 11. Killers of the Flower Moon coming in third with 10. Uh, those include a Best Actress nod. I thought this was cool for Lily Gladstone, who was the first Native American with an acting nomination. And a lot of people were surprised Leonardo DiCaprio didn't get nominated for the same movie either, though. The Oscars are on Sunday, March 10th. I expect host Jimmy Kimmel will uh, have a lot of material about them ignoring the females of Barbie, I think. The Riders re-signing Mason Fine. Does not bode well for Jake Dolagala, that's for sure. Mason got a two-year contract. Uh, might uh, have to do with economics. I can only assume with Antonio Pipkin and Trevor Harris contracts. That being said, I'm sure Fine stands uh, for now behind Harris and maybe ahead of Pipkin. But uh, I-, I actually thought Dolagala proved last season he was going to be a future quarterback for the Riders. He seemed far more of a fan favorite, that's for sure, by the end of the season. And I know he faltered, but still, most fans wanted him over Mason Fine. Bit of a head-scratcher, judging from a lot of the texts coming in on the green zone yesterday, that's for sure. From the NFL, the Chiefs-Bills game Sunday night averaged a whopping 50 million-plus viewers. The most-watched divisional game in NFL history. Maybe as uh, many will tune in this Sunday, hoping for a great game and more Taylor and Jason Kelsey shenanigans. In case you missed it during the game uh, Sunday night for the second time, commentator Tony Roma jumped the gun again on Travis Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift already being married. Buffalo beat the Chiefs back in December. (laughs) There's your brother-in-law right behind you. Yeah, well, they showed Taylor (laughs) celebrating in a skybox with Travis's shirtless brother Jason standing behind her. Uh, He kind of uh, blew it there again, referring to Jason as Taylor's brother-in-law. They're not married yet, of course. But Valentine's Day is coming. Speaking of which, yeah, (laughs) I was in a drugstore yesterday. They waste no time, right? There is just an entire aisle of Valentine's Day, and the card section is huge. No one's standing in the card section until the day of likely... I don't know the last time I bought an actual card. I like writing handwritten notes to people, but actual cards. 
Not, uh, not as popular, it seems. And if you're wondering what to get your love for Valentine's, how about one of the oldest buildings in downtown Regina? The Empire Hotel, right next door to us here, was built in 1912. And it's for sale. Three and a half million dollars. It'll come with that liquor store permit. The parking lot, which has a good 45 stalls. And three VLT machines as well. Three and a half million if you want the Empire Hotel. 624 now. This was pretty scary at Edmonton. Just think of what goes on during an average day at City Hall. You have your civic employees working. People coming in and out paying bills. In this instance, yesterday, a grade one class was taking a tour of City Hall at Edmonton. All that happening is a man fires a gun and throws a, a Molotov cocktail. And you can actually hear the gunshots outside of where council was meeting. There are other risks as well that we need to continue to work on. An unarmed security guard was able to take this guy down. And uh, luckily, no one was hurt. Extraordinary. Uh, in the NHL last night, the Oilers did it again. They won. They now have 14 games in a row. The streak, hopefully uh, tying Pittsburgh's from 92-93 at 17 games eventually. And they want to go on beyond that. And uh, that would take us to uh, my birthday, February 9th, by the way. If they continue to do this, February 9th, my birthday, the Oilers, if they were to beat Anaheim, would have the new title in the NHL. I don't know that they're going to do that. Something tells me they might lose this weekend to Nashville. I'm just saying. And finally, heads up, Apple has begun taking pre-orders for the Vision Pro Mixed Reality headsets. If your kids have a VR, you know how crazy they are. They're so cool, right? But this one apparently is rather ambitious. And costly, $3,500 U.S. dollars. And it looks like a pair of ski goggles. And it lets users overlay virtual images of live videos of the real world. In other words, you can slip it on to play games, FaceTime your friends, but also watch movies that take up the size of the entire room that you sit in. You could be on the couch and totally immersed, no matter where you look at the movie that you might have chosen to watch. The Vision Pro, $3,500 U.S. dollars, now taking orders on Apple's website. It's uh, almost 627. Next half hour, I'm going to go out to Hodgeville, where my buddy uh, Garner Diebold is a local farmer. Check in on uh, conditions out in the southwest. He's already in a calving season, which is normally, uh, what, March, April for many, but he's into it now, he'll explain, and uh, give us an update on the farm. CJME News Time now, 627.